welcome to the Fringe Following. Today is September 20th, 2020. Welcome to our broadcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about censorship. Censorship in big tech platforms such as Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and also uh, censorship in corporate media while we're at it. So here with me I have Michelle. My name is Ronnie. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I've been uh, working out a lot lately. I'm trying to get ready for the revolution. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm behind. I better start working out then. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, so I've been, uh, yeah, looking into the issue of censorship for some time for a while because I've been seeing it happening repeatedly uh, to different accounts, just uh, accounts on Twitter being wiped out. Um, I, I, uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I watch, actually, he's on YouTube also, uh, his YouTube account got suspended for a week. And, uh, the guy, you know, this is actually the X 22 report. So I can say that, right. I can drop some, you know, good, um, sources. Uh, he's a very professional, um, guy and how he executes his podcast. And, um, he's got his facts going, his sources going, he's very in depth. Um, I don't know what he got the strike for. If I had to guess, he does discuss Q posts quite a bit and he makes a lot of, you know, linear assumptions about what's, what that might mean and the Q posts and analysis and all kinds of stuff. So he's really good. And that's the only thing I can think of, um, that, that may be why. Um, and also I was over on pills.net recently and I was asking some people about how they've been censored. Please share your story. I did have one person come across uh, and tell me their story that they had a Facebook group that had to do with QAnon and they got banned. And this was years of research too. Oh, um, wow. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know who else is getting censored out there now. Historically, I recall, um, you know, if, if ever anybody remembers, he's not really been in the limelight as of late. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, do you recall that name back from 2017? He was like a gay, uh, he was a gay conservative provocateur for the right, they called him a provocateur, you know. And he was, he's actually not even um, born in America, he was born in England, but he loves our freedom of speech and our freedom of expression. So he's a bit advocate of that, especially back around 2017. And uh, he got booted off of Twitter <laughs> and oh. it was not, it was about really though. He was, he got into a, a, a spat with the actor, actress uh, from Ghostbusters back then, the African-American uh, woman. And I think he called her a gorilla or something like that. Oh, no. And Twitter booted him off. So this has been an ongoing issue. This is not just a Q issue. This has been an ongoing issue of just accounts just being, you know. And then, of course, we know what happened with Trump in the last few months where his, you know, his uh, tweets have been flagged or have some kind of fact check put across it and all kinds of stuff. So this has been, a, you know, a problem. Now, <clears throat> my issue and in going and looking back on history is censorship tends to start happening a lot right before a big um, change in government, right? So we had censorship in Nazi Germany um, and it was rampant and, uh, you know, censorship. So here I'm just pulling up. This was like a, um, a basic history learning site that I pulled this up on. And uh, it was rampant throughout Nazi Germany. Censorship ensured that Germans could only see what the Nazi hierarchy wanted people to see here and what they wanted to hear and read only what the Nazis deemed acceptable. The Nazi police dealt with anyone who went outside of these boundaries. Censorship dominated the lives of the ordinary citizen in Nazi Germany. Uh, so they, yeah, they controlled um, a lot. The film industry was controlled. Uh, jazz, you know, was also banned. Um, music by Gustav Mahler and Felix Mendelssohn was banned because they were Jews. Mm -hmm. 
you know, on and on. So if we look back on history, you know, we see this is just, it's, it's, it's not a good thing. And what makes America, America is our freedom of our first amendment, amendment rights, freedom of expression, uh, this and that. Now, you know, going back on, um, now, now, and of course, too, we have this happening in China currently. It's been happening for a long time where they're very, you know, they're, they're censor the internet and they control a lot there. Yeah. It's starting to happen here. Um, I'll bet very slow drips. It's starting to happen here. Um, and Trump has come out and, you know, fervently, you know, he put an execution order across about that. Um, do, you but, mean a, do you mean an executive? Executive order. Sorry. You said execution. <laughs> well, it, you know, I mean, okay. No, I, no, 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 I wasn't trying to give you that. That was anybody, you know, opposing the uh, First Amendment rights to be executed. Yes, um, Zuckerberg is now going to get executed. <laughs> <laughs> or Jack Dorsey. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So executive order on preventing online censorship. And he had issued that on May 28th of this year. Um, so you can go to the actually whitehouse.gov and see that for yourself. So I kind of wanted to poke around on Twitter a little bit with the rules and what the what that actually said and it says since Twitter censors replies and content and here is what they say about this. Our mission at Twitter is to serve the public conversation. We encourage a space that is safe and healthy and censorship is not part of our mission or platform. We only suspend an account or ask you to remove content when there's a violation of our rules. So when you click on those rules, you get like a you know, a list here that I'll go over briefly. So it's basically violence, uh, terrorism, violent extremism, child exploitation, abuse, harassment, hateful conduct, suicide or self-harm, sensitive media, including graphic violence and adult content, illegal um, or certain regulated goods and services, etc. Okay, so we could agree with all of that, right? Definitely. You know, if you're, if you're inciting violence um, or threatening somebody, okay, I get it. Um, terrorism, of course, child ex- sexual exploitation, of course. Um, harassment, you know, it says you may not engage in the targeted harassment of someone or incite other people to do so. This includes wishing or hoping that someone experiences physical harm. You know, I've seen a lot of you know, um, tweets about would somebody please kill Trump? And I, of course, I didn't go up and follow up to see if that was taken down, but we have lots of Antifa groups up there who are still active. I was just looking this morning. There's still a lot of Antifa accounts. Um, we know that has been deemed domestic terrorism. Mm -hmm. Those aren't being taken down. Um, you know, child sexual exploitation, you know, well, uh, Christy Teigen comes to mind, you know, um, when she's talking about toddlers being sexy, I think that's a little <laughs> well, kind well, of a line, you know, to me. Be, be careful, um, Ronnie, though, because, you know, she was horribly targeted by the QAnon people, horribly. And, you well, know, you know, if you're going to make a comment like that, what do you expect? I you know? know. Thank you. But yeah, you when, when yeah. I was diving into the censorship, they were like, you know, QAnon, you know, was unfairly targeting Chrissy Teigen. And this is why QAnon needs to be banned from all of the sites and all of that. I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah. But anyway, carry on. But I just. Yeah, you know, no. And this isn't just a, a, you know, like I said before, it's not just a QAnon issue. Now, they are being targeted big time, very heavily uh, on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, on Twitter. I've seen accounts that I used to follow that were big. And that's what they seem to love to uh, target are the big ones um, being just completely wiped out and taken down. And um, they were inciting, in my view, terrorism or extremism. They're patriots. They're patriots, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, do people on the on in the queue, there's, you know, you've got your group and queue. And like I've mentioned before, there's some posts in there where you raise your eyebrows and, and then I'll say, yeah, okay, show me the evidence. Um, you know, a lot of them do, do, um, uh, you know, take it to extremes sometimes, <laughs> but 
but I don't think, I still wouldn't say I would ever, ever see anybody inciting violence. I wouldn't say that at all. And I don't think it's a terrorist group. You don't have Q people out there burning down buildings. Oh my God, you're not kidding me. It's like people are thinking that it is a cult, even the Q, the people who, who follow. Yeah. And I just can't believe that it's, it is just driving me crazy. It, right. It's not. I mean, if you want to say conspiracy theorist, sure. And as conspiracy theorists as these people get is they, you know, look for symbolism and, and different institutions and things like that. And, you know, we've discussed it before that they believe some of the elite drink adrenochrome and, you know, that they're sacrificing babies and all this. Okay. You know, again, I don't know. It'll come out in the wash sooner or later, I hope. Um, But that's about as extreme as they get that I can see. And again, uh, that's a theory at this point. Nothing's been proven quite yet, right? And and that any of that is even true. It's the same with people that believe in aliens, UFOs, you know, um, the Chupacabra, um, anything like that, you know, and those again are conspiracy theories or legends or whatever you want to call it, but those aren't being censored. So uh, you wonder why those accounts are being censored because it makes me start believing that the conspiracy theories are true. That's that's <laughs> a really good point. That is an excellent point. I really now, like I don't know if they that. are true, but when they start doing that, you think, why are they covering this up? Why what are they covering this on? up, but not why are they all covering the other things up? that? Yeah, that, exactly. Is, right, you know? and you know, as we've I've, as I've been noticing lately. You know, there's a lot more reports and accounts of, you know, the Pentagon has been tracking UFOs. They've been doing uh, reports on UFOs and stuff like that. They're no longer really censoring that anymore. Now it's becoming public knowledge that this is happening. Um, And, you know, we're all starting to slowly believe that's a big possibility Mm -hmm. that UFOs are real. Um, when you, when you hear things like that, but they're burying these things though, you know, all the, all the Q posts and, and, and stuff going on now, um, Q recently came out, uh, recently and they had said, uh, basically to, because QAnon's come under attack. Okay. Um, anybody following it, posting about it, they're coming under attack. And, and what he said here, and he posted this on September 17th, uh, this is under post 4734, focus on content information, research for yourself. Now that's important. Research for yourself. Mm-hmm. Gatekeeper, noun, a person that controls access as to information often acting as an arbiter of quality or legitimacy. An open internet allows innovators to bypass traditional gatekeepers and promote their work on its own merit. A guardian, monitor, deploy, camouflage, drop all references about Q, QAnon, etc. to avoid ban termination, censorship, install. Keep charging Midnight Riders, Revere's Midnight Ride, delivery of free information, bypass controlled media narrative Q. So he's basically telling people, stop referring that, you know, to yourselves as Q, QAnon. Just stop and just put the information out there. And that's what he's saying. Yes. Yes. Because anything with QAnon is going to get banned or flagged or deleted or entire account shut down. Yeah, that that makes sense. That makes complete sense. And and here's the thing. When I hear that, and whenever I've looked at any of their posts, I'm like, okay, how is this a cult? How is this hate speech? It's not. You know, the other day I was talking to someone about the podcast and they had listened to it as well. And they had mentioned that you, Ronnie, had brought up, you know, Q Anon and they said, oh, yeah, QAnon hate speech. They just rattled off QAnon like it was equivalent to hate speech. And I was just like, excuse me? I sent you links from them. Did you see any hate speech in that link that I sent you? Yeah. And it's it's just 
blows my mind. And everyone gets it wrong as far as I'm concerned. Hate speech is not QAnon. And QAnon is not equal to the movement here. It's it's almost like if you don't trust the mainstream media, you're equated and you're equal to QAnon and you're equal to fake news. And that is not the equation. And nobody seems to understand that there are several of us that maybe look at Q, maybe not. I mean, I've seen people say, well, Q isn't always right. And, you know, and, you know, now people are saying they're going to kill themselves if Biden's elected. And look at how much Q was doing to all these people and making him react this way. And I'm like, really? Like when Trump won and how everyone was going to kill themselves and run off to Canada and all that other stuff. And you're, you're, you know, getting upset because someone might not be happy with Biden winning. And that's, because of Q and it's Q's fault, you know, it makes no sense to me. And I just, it's not hate speech, you know, but yet because the media tells everyone it's hate speech, they believe it without even researching it for themselves, which is exactly what Q says, research for yourself. Don't be mainstream. That's what the problem is with corporate media is, you know, if you are, uh, Unable to logically break down what's really going on behind the scenes, um, logistically think it out. Let's just forget about the conspiracy theories, Operation Mockingbird, or the CIA controlling, or whatever. What? Let's forget about all that. Yes. Let's just say you're sitting in front of your TV and you hear Don Lemon barking. Racism, 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 racism. You know, if you're if you're unable to have a mind of your own and uh, develop your own theories and look really look into um, what he's talking about and and dismantle. And I'm saying this for Fox News too. And I'm going to play a clip here about that as well. When when. Newt Gingrich was on, um, I believe this was over the summer sometime. I have the date here, but my point is, is that, uh, the media is very much controlled. They're also being censored. They're not allowed to report on everything. And they're, they're being also fed this information to put out to the masses. What better way to control a population? And if you look back on history, um, this has happened time and time again, yet, if, if you're weak-minded, I'm just going to say it. If you're weak-minded and you can't logically break things down on your own, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm seeing. So these riots and people out on the streets, you know, if they're not getting paid, then they're really believing that this country has a racism problem or that Trump is a misogynist or that, um, oh, I don't know, on and on and on and on. Now, the same could be said on the extreme right that, you know, Hillary Clinton is eating babies or something. We don't know that. We don't know that. But I'm going to say I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like do your damn homework. Do right. your research. And not, you know, and not everything's going to be aligned. We're ne- There's just some issues we're never going to find out all the details for because it's classified and it's probably going to remain, remain classified. But even so... It's dangerous. Okay. It's dangerous to believe everything the media is fucking telling you. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Even the things that we say on this podcast, you know, it's it's opinionated. Yes. And it's also, you know, sources from the mainstream media because that's all we mainly have to go on besides the Q posts or, you know, maybe Zero Hedge, which is an online uh, source or something like that. But that's all we have, right? Mm-hmm. So even so, even still, you'd still need to do it. You can't become, I think it's dangerous to become overly attached to what the media is putting out there. And I think what needs to be really be honored is your own morals and your own values and your what you believe is tr- the truth and not what some, you know, uh, anchorman is saying, or some group is saying, you know, um, I think that's a very dangerous thing to our Republic for sure. It is, it is, but by and large people are lazy and they're going to run to the news. That's the thing. I think our society right now is set up in such a way that two parents have to work. So let's say you have a family of four, let's say you have a family of, of just three, 
maybe it's even just a couple. Most people have to work. Okay. They don't have time to sit around uh, and, and research. You and I are just in unique positions where we have the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that time. And so what, what happens? So they work all day and they might turn on their radio and hear the news with NPR and blah, blah, blah. And there you're hearing, you know, headlines and, and comments and commentary and things like this. And then you get home and you make dinner, you got to deal with your kids or whatever, your dogs, whatever. And you turn on the news and you're hearing it in the background, you know, and here's an example. I just talked to my mother this past week and she was in her kitchen. She's got the news on. It's on CBS. She's fixing her dinner and she's hearing. I, she says to me, I heard Trump say that Mexicans are, th- or no, Hispanics are stupid. And I said, what, what are you talking about? I heard him say that. And I said, that son of a bitch. And I'm like, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. Well, I heard it. I went on, I remember, you remember I asked you, did you hear anything about this, Michelle? And I'm looking Mm -hmm. up YouTube clips because I swear to you, if he had actually said that there would have been, uh, we would have heard about it 24 seven nonstop on loop. It would have been clips everywhere. I didn't see a damn thing about it. So either she took it way out of context or somebody else said that he said that, or I don't know what the hell she heard, but see, that's what I'm saying. People are distracted. They're busy. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have time. Uh, they hear, Oh, QAnon's a bad group. QAnon's a bad group. I've been guilty in the past. Okay. When I was in my twenties and maybe I wasn't a, a, a big critical thinker, you hear something on the news and you think, you think, oh, well, that must be true. It was sound on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you bought it hook, line, and sinker, and you carried that in your head for a long time about whoever, that group, that person, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, this is still happening even in this day and age, even with Trump saying, oh, fake news, fake news, fake news. Uh, it's still happening because people are busy or they don't want to do the research. They don't want to do the homework. That's so dangerous. It really is. It's dangerous. And I think that if you want to go deep into conspiracy theory, I think deep state has taken advantage of that, that, you know, it's like, well, everybody's very busy. We're distracting them Buy the newest computer, buy the newest iPhone, you know, here's this new show. Here's this new movie, purchase, 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 buy, buy, buy. And mm-hmm. people are running around with chickens and we're not really paying attention to what the hell is really going on. Now, I think this year, with everybody locked in their houses with, you know, with not much to do, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people woke up. Yeah. They had time. Yeah. They had time to look into things finally and say, wait a second. What, 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 why are we, um, why am I losing my business, you know, over this virus? What's going Mm -hmm. on? Um, and so they started digging, digging, digging. I just saw that, uh, yesterday Q had dropped a post, like, and I, I, I pay attention to stuff like this just to try to get a feel of a trend happening. And he posted a Reagan, a long Reagan speech about, uh, I don't know, fighting for your rights or something. And I looked and just in a few hours, it had over 3 million hits. Oh, wow. 3 million hits. And, um, that now that YouTube video may have gotten hits before, but I guarantee it wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just kind of shows you people are starting to pay attention to what's going on. Now, do I believe everything that Q is dropping is true? I don't know, you know, but I think that the movement is sincere and they're really trying to save our country from basically all of this crap censorship and, and everything else. So I've gone on a tangent, but. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, my What I was going to mention about all of this is Hollywood's involvement. Now, I have a, I have a clip from Sacha Baron Cohen, and um, let me start playing that. Is, is that okay, Ronnie? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. If it were around in the 1930s, it would have allowed Hitler to post 30 second ads on his solution to the Jewish problem. Still, Zuckerberg says that people should decide what is credible, not tech companies. The truth is, these companies won't fundamentally change because 
is their entire business model, relies on generating more engagement. And nothing generates more engagement than lies, fear, and outrage. So it's time to finally call these companies what they really are, the largest publishers in history. So here's an idea for them. Abide by basic standards and practices, just like newspapers, magazines, and TV news do every day. Now take the issue of political ads, on which Facebook have been resolute. Fortunately, Twitter finally banned them. And Google today, I read, is making changes too. But if you pay them, Facebook will run any political ad you want, even if it's a lie. And they'll even help you micro-target those lies to their users for maximum effect. Under this twisted logic, if Facebook were around in the 1930s, it would have allowed Hitler to post 30-second ads on his solution to the Jewish problem. So here's a good standard and practice. Facebook, start fact-checking political ads before you run them. Stop micro-targeted lies immediately. And when the ads are false, give back the money and don't publish them. Now, if there are standards, I mean, this is an actor comparing um, basically Trump to Hitler, <laughs> which has been done before. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. It just, I, I just, are you kidding me? And that, you know, there's lies in political ads. I mean, there's always lies in political ads. Of course there are. <laughs> I mean, and who's going to be doing the fact checking, you know, right? So if you're on the left, you're going to just be biased and automatically agree with that ad that is Joe Biden's and want to strike what Trump is saying in his, you know, that, oh, you know, the radical left and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not true. We're taking that down. I mean, so why don't we just not have any damn political ads on Facebook, period, then? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to censor that far just don't do it at all <laughs> right I, I agree. or just I mean, let it be a free-for-all and just get it out there and let people decide for themselves you know mm-hmm. i agree i agree it, it is just a horrible analogy and you know many of the things that he said about the lies and what is so funny is that who is co- closer to what hitler is doing the left is closer with yeah well here like right so september 16th we had uh, hillary clinton putting out there we can have democracy or we can have social networks that allow the spread of weaponized disinformation about our elections but we can't have both facebook twitter and google can and must act before the damage is done oh my god yeah yeah you know, didn't you lose an election four years ago or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, and we heard her recently bitching about Russia, Russia, Russia. I mean, she's still on that damn narrative. Right. Exactly. Can't still can't believe you lost. So, um, yeah, I I know I saw that tweet, too. And they must act before the damage. What damage? You know, and then the celebrities all decided they're up in arms and. There were at least 14 of them, including Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Ruffalo, Sacha Barra Cohen, Kim Kardashian West, Jennifer Lawrence, which is kind of funny since Kim's husband is running for president, but that's a whole other (laughs) story. Um, But yeah, I, you know, saying that white white supremacy and lies Facebook spreads every day is what Sacha Barra Cohen tweeted. And it is just absolutely crazy. So they banned their social media on Wednesday. They did like a, a blackout or no, the freeze effort, my bad, began on Monday. And we'll have this article up for you to look at as well. And then Tuesday, um, Kim Kardashian joined in. So basically, you know, I I didn't notice the missing. Did you, Ronnie? <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. I think most people don't give a flying fuck about these fucking celebrities. People are tired of Hollywood. Yes. We don't want you telling us what to think and what to fucking say. Shut the fuck up, you know? Right. I mean, if I was a celebrity, I would just keep my mouth shut, right? Act. Right. Do your do your trade. Do what you were hired to do, you know? You can have your political opinion and all of that, but they think that because they're in the, the public light that they 
need to be on their soapbox constantly. Um, right. You know, nobody gives a shit. Nobody, nobody cares. fucking cares. And not only that, Hollywood, a uh, big majority of them are so out of touch with the American people and what, what we go through on a day-to-day basis. They're, they're very disconnected. They're very cut off as is these career politicians. They're very cut off. Mm-hmm. They have no fucking clue. It's, yeah. Uh, so no, nobody gives a shit. So yeah, get off fucking Twitter. Nobody cares. Stay off forever. I don't. Yeah, I don't it care. doesn't matter to me. You know. And you know the funniest thing is they they pick this during a time when their necessity, their uh, popularity is at an all time low because we realized with COVID that we didn't need them because you know yeah. all of them couldn't you know so and right. not, not only that when they did show up on their stupid zooms they looked like. Every normal day, everyday normal people. And it, you know, it, you know, I'm sorry, but SNL from the basement is not the same exact thing as (laughs) SNL live from New York, you know, and suddenly you see all the glitz and glamour and they're just like you and me. And honestly, they've lost ratings. Well, of course they always were, but I'm just saying that they're picking to take a stand when they need to be more worried about their own stardom and their own fame. You know, no. I don't think a lot of them really actually realize or they're not paying attention, you know, to that. Like they don't understand that we don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. We they actually thought unless, it was to make a difference. Unless, you know, unless you're their most rabid fan and you're going on there. Well, what does Tom Hanks think about this issue? Let's go find out. You know, I don't give a fuck what Tom Hanks thinks. I don't give a fuck what any of them think, even the ones that I do like. I don't care. I have my own opinion. And everybody should also form your own damn opinion. Nobody gives a fuck. Right. Oh, man, I'm so sick of it, man. I see their ad, their, you know, their little, you know, soapbox videos coming out, and I just roll my eyes. I just move on. I don't even want to hear it. Don't care. Right. Exactly. It, it was just, even this article itself said that it, it fell short, you know, and it's like, yeah. no shit. I have my own theories that those people are being just as controlled as the media are. Yes, honestly. I do too. I do. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're being told what to say, what, you know, what side to stand on. And mm-hmm. I, I really believe that. Um, and the ones that are, you know, uh, standing up for the right and they, they love America and they believe in the constitution, man, they are getting just smacked down by big tech and the left and everybody else, you know? Big time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, yeah. Well, coming back to uh, the media also, censorship. This is a big, this has been all over the place. I don't know why it's come out now. Uh, I think, I'm not sure exactly when this interview was. So this is Snoop Gingrich. He's on the show Outnumbered. It's Faulkner Harris. And she's, and then also there's this other guest. Now, I don't know. I admittedly do not know who this woman is, but I believe she was something to do with the Obama campaign at one time. I really don't know. Uh, but I just a little bit of a backstory. So they have Newt Gingrich on and, and they're talking about the riots. Okay. They're talking, but I, it was really eye opening to me. So I'm going to go ahead and play this um, clip. Destroyed by this violence. Yeah. It's so true. <clears throat> they represent everybody, right? Speaker Gingrich, I know yeah. you have a final thought for us. Yeah. Look, the number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros elected left-wing, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys who refuse to keep people locked up. Uh, Just yesterday, they put somebody back on the street who's wanted for two different murders in New York City. Uh, You cannot solve this problem, and both Harris and Biden have talked very proudly about what they call progressive district attorneys. Progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. (laughs) I was going to say we get the last word, Speaker. (laughs) He he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions of dollars he spent? I I agree with what said. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. <laughs> so 
points for both. All right. Okay. Okay, we're gonna move on. Awkward, awkward silence. Awkward silence. And the next day, um, Harris Faulkner made a video apologizing, saying, we don't censor anyone and blah, 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 blah. And he apologized. Apologizing. Yes, she apologized for that. Um, So they tried to shut him down. And you could tell Mm -hmm. that somebody was talking to her through her earpiece because she's talking and then she's like, okay, moving on. You know, they didn't want to talk about George Soros. Why? Why? You know, if, if it was untrue, they would have countered. No, that's not true. Newt, that is unequivocally not true. That money yes. came from this or that or the other. Yes. No, you didn't hear any of that. You heard them shitting. We don't see where he's part of this conversation. Yes. Why? We don't need to talk about George Soros. Oh, excuse the fuck out of me, lady. Right. Um, yeah, that to me was a big... Uh, it was just um, a big red flag and that's going around. Everybody's going, Whoa, that's suspicious. Yeah. We're going to post this by the way. So you'll be able to watch it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, so that to me was, you know, so we're not only having big tech, we're having media censorship as well. And we suspected Mm -hmm. that was going on, but that was one of the biggest, uh, evidence, examples that I've seen in a while. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge. Let's just crush new Gingrich up that silly old man. You know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Um, and then, of course, we had an article, uh, controversy over anti-Biden ad blocked by Facebook. Someone needs to fact check the fact checkers. Uh, PolitiFact feels the ad was taken out of context, but Daily Wire agrees. And it, it says here, so this was published. Uh, what's the date on this one? It's pretty recent. Let's see the date on this. But anyway, this is on Fox News. Uh, the Daily Wire and PolitiFact don't see eye to eye on whether a pro Trump ad is misleading when it shows Joe Biden saying, Taxes are going to be raised if he wins the upcoming election. The ad launched on August 4th before getting slapped with a mostly false rating by PolitiFact and subsequently blocked by Facebook the next month. Daily Wire reporter wrote, uh, the ad by America First Action Super PAC and called too risky directly quoted Democratic presidential nominee Biden saying, if you elect me, your taxes are going to be raised, not cut. And cautions that the tax policy center admitted Biden's plan would raise taxes on all income groups. Was America first actually guilty of pushing a mostly false message in the ad? No, Bickley wrote, pointing to the very fact, pointing to the very fact check that resulted in the silencing of the pro-Trump organization so they they play the ad here Mm -hmm. uh on on this article but it says politifact wrote that the american first action ad presents that remark out of context but then seemed to contradict itself in the same paragraph so while some tax experts estimate that biden's plan would mean higher taxes on average for all income groups those increases would be relatively small for all, but the biggest earners, PolitiFact wrote, admitting taxes would be raised under Biden's plan. Wow. (laughs) Um, PolitiFact's Bill McCarthy then explained how the ad was taken out of context because it doesn't show that Biden was speaking with, with a specific audience member who indicated he had benefited from the GOP led tax bill that became law during the Trump administration. The exchange took place after Biden said, by the way, how many of you did really well with that one point nine trillion tax cut? Really good shape, right? The crowd mostly laughed or groaned. But one member of the audience caught Biden's attention off camera by signaling that they had benefited. PolitiFact McCarthy wrote, addressing that person directly, Biden said, well, you did. Well, that's good. I'm glad to see you're doing well already. But guess what? If you elect me, your taxes are going to be raised, not cut if you benefited from that. (laughs) (laughs) 
the Daily Wire reporter doesn't think the context makes the ad inaccurate. The fact checker subjectively accuses the pack of not giving the audience for the 30-second ad enough context and giving the wrong impression about what Biden meant. Um, PolitiFact then assures the reader the biggest earners will be harder hit by Biden's plan than lower income groups who increases would be relatively small. In other words, PolitiFact uses a Democratic talking point about the rich paying more in attempt to distract from the fact that the ad's claim is actually true. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a misdirect that they're doing there. Yes. And right. we'll we'll post this again on our page. And it was actually published two days ago. So uh, on the 18th. Is, right. Yeah. So you have, so what do we got here? Uh, so the, most of the censorship I see going on is on the right. Uh, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, the left trying to censor the right. Any kind of right thinking, political ads, um, I remember one time I posted, I kid you not, this is a funny story. This was um, back in early summer when we were still debating whether masks worked or not. And I posted a photo of a label on a box, an actual photograph taken on the box saying that the masks would not protect you from getting whatever disease, coronavirus. I remember flu. that. Right? Remember that and then there was a partly false claim put across my <laughs> picture. I w- I said, this is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. You yeah, know? you were shadow banned. <laughs> I was shadow banned, right. So, um, you horribly that- wretched person, you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, yeah, so the censorship is really starting to concern me and worry me in a huge way because to me, this is reminiscent of Nazi Germany to a degree and also what's happening over in China um, currently. Right. I agree. And I think I, I go back to, okay, so I don't know you will remember that I was manning a group on Facebook and some people got out of hand and usually it's okay. So who, whose responsibility is it to kind of, you know, rein in some group members that might be getting out of hand, hurting the other people's experience. And so from that experience, I realized, you know, we, we had to, you know, kind of, um, not have some people in the group anymore is what it really boiled down to. And so there is always going to be some sort of censorship of some sort. And that usually comes down to the person that created the, the group. And, you know, I made a decision to get rid of that person because they were bringing the other group down and they were no longer there for the same reason we were there. We were all there because of a certain group thing that we were doing and they had decided to no longer be part of the group thing that we were doing. So their presence there didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And so from that, I can understand how the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world and the owners of Twitter and all of that, they might really feel in their bones that they are doing the right thing. I mean, yeah, I thought of that too. Yeah. Because at some point, like I went on parlor and the creator of that group posted something about people do are, you know, if you post a picture of your, you know, toilet after you go to the bathroom, I am going to cut you out of the group or cut that out or, or whatever. <laughs> so even there, there was someone that had to kind of instill some law and order. I don't think that's ever going to change. But when it starts to become on one side or the next. Now, back to my example, if I had someone else in our group that had decided not to be a part of it anymore, um, but I like that person more. So I let them stay because even though they weren't, you know, in the same, you know, class that we were studying for, they were going to, you know, be, uh, you know, they, I, I still like them better. So I kept them. That would have been wrong too, right? So at yeah, some point right. you have to be fair. What's good for the goose is good for the gander and yeah. you have to be fair across the board. And right. so somehow I think, I think Zuckerberg might think that he really is, you know, protecting people from all this fake news, 
But I, I just have a feeling he's far too rich and far up in the echelons of things. Yeah. I, I just. I think there's a difference between, you know, you have a Facebook group. Okay. Cause I have one too, and it's health yeah. related mm-hmm. and it's about a particular diet people follow. So I have this group's got over 10,000 members and, um, you know, I, I have a couple of rules in there. One is don't spam your, you know, my, my group with ads because usually the ads are unrelated and usually they're foreign. They're like in Africa and they have a cure for herpes. You know, it's ridiculous. And and my group has nothing to do with that. So I will get rid of them because it's just not contributing to the group. I mean, so yes. So, and and if you're in a class and you're, you're, you're in a class about Shakespeare, but they start teaching you calculus, that makes no sense. Right. So, Mm um, I think what, the bigger picture is here is the expression of your um, religious views, your, um, you know, basically uh, exchanging information, right. Learning from each other. That's what America is all about. It's, it's supposed to flow. Right. Right. Um, Of course we don't want to incite violence or, or, you know, hate speech, whatever that might be to you. Um, or you're, you're threatening somebody, you know, of course, right. That's just common sense. Um, I think I'm more upset about views are being suppressed. Um, right. Views and, and opinions are being, and the thing about the coronavirus that's been bothering me is that the mask thing, well, they had to do a fact check on that. It's like, wait a second though. There's been studies done that said masks don't, aren't even that effective. And as the coronavirus, we were learning more about it, right? First, they said, oh, well, you know, it came from a bat, and then it was from a pangolin, and then it was from something else. And then, oh, and then now we were learning it might might have been brewed up in a lab, right? So mm-hmm. as this is evolving, the information is going to change over time. You have to allow some guidelines, like you have to allow some information to kind of flow in and out for a while, you know, and say, well, you know, don't drink that concoction. It might kill you. Uh, But, but, you know, hydroxychloroquine might work, you know, Um, but we're still investigating this. Right. Right. But But this constant, like censoring or, you know, QAnon, right? There are a bunch of people that want our country back. They want our constitution intact. They want our rights preserved. Um, They don't want to see human trafficking. They don't want to see pedophilia running rampant, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and yes, you have your extreme fringe people, but they don't have, there's no reason they should be suppressed in their speech and expression. Uh, That is fringing on First Amendment rights, and that's very dangerous. No, I I agree with you. I mean, there's always the thing, well, you, you can have freedom of speech until you yell fire in a crowded theater. And then, you know, there, there's a right. point where your yeah. freedom of speech it, it exceeds and is actually harmful. Yes. But the way that the left is treating it is that if you even say like Trump is a good president, that's equivalent of screwing fire in a theater to them. And that's where it gets ridiculous. Yeah. And that's okay. where it gets, you know... I, and my whole point of, you know, me leading the group is there there does need to be some law in order. But when that law in order is biased for one side yes, of the net, right. that's where the problems are coming. And that's when Trump will, you know, say that, you know, you guys aren't protected anymore under certain laws and privileges. And you you just you'll need you'll need to pay taxes like everybody else, you know. And I I kind of understand that to a certain degree. They're taking sides, you know, and they're taking sides in a battle that, um, you know, it's kind of ridiculous because everything is skewed against the people of the right. Everything from the press is, is, you know, tremendously left dominated. And now big tech is as well. It's 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 like too much. It's like too much to the point that if Trump does win, it's a bloody fucking miracle. And, you know, I'm. Because the opposition has just been so tremendously insane, insane, you know, and I just um, it's like, really, do you guys really have to go that that far? You know, is that, you know, and they can't seem to go far enough 
And I think that they're not realizing that the reason why is that nobody, <laughs> nobody believes them anymore and nobody – or there's a lot of people out there that don't believe them anymore, really doubt them, all these fact checkers and also all of these news sources. And that should be a wake-up call to them. But instead, they just keep piling on the censorship, more censorship, more censorship, trying to shut us down. And like you said, Ronnie, that just makes me want to know even more. Right, exactly. And not only that, um, you have at play here uh, just um, basically psychological warfare, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got – so you have Facebook saying – or Twitter – Twitter is a great example because they're they're slashing big Q you know accounts left and right. Uh, they're putting labels on Trump's tweets. They are um, uh, speaking of uh, Trump tweeted retweeted today that Newt Gingrich interview I just played. So, oh really? Yeah. Sure. But what's so what's happening is though that Facebook too they're guilty of trying to control the narrative. Twitter Twitter has Antifa accounts up, like I said earlier. You know they're not, um, you know they're not actively taking those down. Uh, so they're they're controlling they're controlling the what people are seeing and what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Now there is this post on on uh, on the Q Alert dot. QAlerts.app on September 12, 2018. This is two years ago, uh, number 2171. And this is all about big tech. And it says, how do you demonstrate reasonable cause to regulate and or break up big tech? What is the common theme tactic of the left? Define fascism. Forcible suppression of opposition. Define censorship. The institution, system, or practice of censoring define narrative, a way of presenting or understanding a situation or series of events that reflects and promotes a particular point of view or set of values define define projection. Um, The attribution of one's own ideas, feelings, or attitudes to other people or to objects, especially the externalization of blame, guilt, or responsibility as defense against anxiety. The forming of a plan, scheming, defines psychological projection, a theory in psychology in which the human ego defends it, self against unconscious impulses or qualities, both positive and negative, by denying their existence in themselves while attributing them to others. Define narcissist, a person who has excessive interest in or an admiration of themselves, narcissists who think the world revolves around them. Narcissists preening themselves in front of the mirror define dogma, a point of view or tenet put forth as authoritative without adequate grounds, define aggression, forceful and sometimes overly assertive pursuit of one's aims and interests, define suppression, the act of suppressing something such as an activity or publication. Bonus round. Narcissists are renowned for using psychological projection to blame other people even when it is entirely apparent that they are the ones in the wrong. So you have here defined realism, the quality of fact of representing a person, thing, or situation accurately or in a way that is true to life. Realism, actions of Antifa, aggression, projection, suppression, fascism, censorship, narrative dogma, actions of fake news, aggression, projection, suppression, fascism, censorship, narrative dogma, actions of Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Reddit, etc. Aggression, projection, suppression, fascism, censorship, narrative dogma, bombs away. Wow. And it does kind of go on because he does list a bunch of links. So that's the great thing about the Q posts is he's not always just talk. They are not always just talking. They're providing you the evidence. They're saying, look, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. The truth is in front of you. Mm-hmm. I know. And yet somehow that's a cultish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, it, it's going back to the psychological projection, right? Right. So it's gaslighting and mm-hmm. it's saying, well, Hitler's a Nazi or a Hitler. Uh, Trump is a Nazi. Trump, Trump is Hitler. You know, and you've got memes going around of Trump with the overlay of Hitler's face on Trump's face, you know, things like this. Well, why is that? Because the left is gaslighting 
the extreme radical left, when I say left, I mean extreme radical left, they're the ones that really have more of that going on, you know, mm-hmm. that fascism going on, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. They do. That They'll never own it or admit it. No, but yeah, they do. Very much so. But I have to say, though, good luck on, you know, like with Twitter and Facebook trying to suppress. I swear to you, they will take down a big, uh, like a QAnon account or something like that, and 10 more will crop up. You know, yeah. So good. Good luck with that. Good luck in in, in suppressing that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it just boils down to we we are in a war, and we are in an information war more than yeah. anything else. And my whole reason for starting this podcast is because of that. And the more. I see every day, the more it becomes clear to me, the more I need to get out there. And, you know, because the only way that you can battle all of this, and it's so much as you just have to keep putting your voice out there going, hey, this isn't right. Hey. And, you know, the thing is, I always bring up Q because that's just the, um, that's just the current group that's being suppressed. I mean, if these, I've always said Christians were always, you know, um, uh, also being suppressed or made fun of online a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't like seeing that. And I don't even identify as a Christian. Um, you know, when, when I think it was in Afghanistan, when ISIS had blown up those ancient Buddhist statues, it broke my heart, you know, mm-hmm. it was just suppression, suppression. So in any group that I don't care if you're Jew or, or Muslim or anything, every group has a right to, um, you know, in this country anyway, to, um, express their views, to express themselves, their religion, their speech, as long as it's not a terrorist group or, you know, violent or anything like that. Um, so if we were talking about Buddhists, I would be in defense of them just as much as the QAnon people, you know, so it's not just about, um, a Q it's just giving them their right to, you know, express themselves, you know, and, and in the case, like I said, of Chrissy Teigen, who's saying toddlers are sexy, what the fuck do you expect is going to happen? You know, yes, that's child exploitation in its own fucked up way. I think anyway. Right. Right. I, no, I agree. I agree 100%. And that's what people don't see. And they just believe what they're hearing about QAnon and, and I agree, it, it could be any anybody that's in, you know, being suppressed or oppressed. I, I'm the same way. Our nation was founded on the freedom of speech, and that must continue at all costs. And what they're doing now is such an infringement of that. Just oh, yes. Big tech. And it's dangerous. Liberal. It's dangerous. It's and, to think, and to think that it's not dangerous, uh, you know, you're, you're completely missing the point. You know, you're not paying attention. It's no. dangerous. No. Yeah. And Even if you don't it. agree with the right, if you don't agree with QAnon, that's fine. That's cool. That's your prerogative and that's your right. And if you want to go online and, and uh, express those views, that is your belief and that is your right. And, right. Uh, you know, we, we would sit and maybe argue a little bit, but that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. Um, right. You got I people arguing online all the time. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That's your yeah. that's your view. That's your you know? view, but I'm going to call you on it, and I'm going to question yeah. you. And if you really think it's hate speech, you better have right. some pretty good evidence as to why, you know, actual posts from them. Not not the comments. Screw the comments. Anyone can write a freaking comment. But the actual post, show me from there where this is hate speech, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if that was really, you know, if comments were really indicative of hate speech, then President Trump, you know, would have been banned a long time ago for hate <laughs> speech with all of the crap that his tweets incite. If you ever read the comments on his tweets, oh my God. And they're not pro-Trump either, let me tell you. So, no, yeah. No. So, anyhow, I just, it, yeah, it is just a really bad situation that we're in. I don't see it letting up any anytime soon, not even if Biden wins, God forbid, but not even then. I just think it's going to get worse and worse. And we as Americans, 
we have to be soldiers in this and we have to, you know, I, I hate to sound like a, you know, right winged patriot speaker, but we, we do. We have to speak out against this and get vocal. It is was so hard last election when I voted for Trump and he, he won to even like say anything online because so many people were going to eviscerate me and, you know, tear me a new one. And it's still hard for me. Um, oh, we're living in that time. Yeah. There'll be yeah. certain people that come to my house and let's say I've got, you know, I don't know, Trump rally going on and I'm listening. I got, I want to turn it off because mm-hmm. you know, you're afraid of that stigma. That's dangerous. So when you feel that way and you can't even like walk outside with your make America great again, hat, you know, your Trump hat, your MAGA hat mm-hmm. and you're getting beat up, you know, this is happening on the streets, you know, not that I own anything like that, but if I did, I would be afraid to wear it because of the stigma attached to that. That's dangerous. And to me, that's when the Republic is in danger. Yeah. De- that's definitely dangerous. Yeah. When yeah. you, when you can't even wear a Trump, you know, shirt or something out and go into the grocery store or wherever you're going in fear of being ridiculed, beat up, whatever, robbed, whatever, because of that, um, that to me speaks of a country in extreme danger right there. I agree. And the press is letting us down, people. They are unequivocally 100% letting us down. They are allowing the censorship. They are allowing this one-sided biasness, even from Fox, even from all all the networks. They they really, really are. And it is for, for you to continue following them, knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I would say, yeah. I would say, as far as uh, trustworthiness is concerned, it's just my opinion again. I would say Tucker Carlson is probably one of the only ones that um, has a good head on his shoulders, in my opinion, about what's really happening in our country. You know? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't follow him. I probably I should. Oh, he's um, really good. He's but really good. yeah, I've even seen some other conservatives like, "What the fuck were you thinking with some of the things that they're saying?" And I'm not saying Fox is all bad, and I'm not saying. Any news station is 100% all bad. But I'm just saying as a group, they are leading us down the wrong path. They proliferate the wrong path. They reinforce the wrong path. They don't tell you about the, quote, peaceful protests that are actually incredibly violent. They're doing this on purpose. And it, it is doing you an incredible disservice. But if you're listening to this... You probably already feel that way, or you wouldn't be. You, we wouldn't have held you this long over this topic. But with that said, um, you know, if there is someone out there listening that is on the fence, do your homework, check it out. You know, email us, contact us, make a comment, reach out to us as well. Not that we're going to infiltrate you into our Q cult. No, that's not what we're about. <laughs> but you know. We we have been back and forth ourselves on some of these topics and and looked at who is right and who is wrong, but it's through our research that we have come to the conclusions that we are sharing with you, and it's only through that research that you can come through your own conclusions as well, in, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So do we have anything else on this topic tonight? No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> right, I'm going to do a little plug for our new um, platforms that we're on. And one is called pilled.net, P-I-L-L-E-D.net. So speaking of censorship, that's like a perfect place to go where they won't censor you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on there so you can find us. And I will be engaging in um, you know audience dialogue on there from time to time. So be sure to follow us there and, and comment there. I'll also be posting our podcasts. Uh, we're also on Twitter, and you can find us there at Fringe Following. Um, and also, I'll be getting on Parlor this week. And then I know Michelle's got you got Facebook going on. That's the one you handle. Yes, yes, our Facebook page. Please, please go to it. If everybody's like, where are they getting this stuff? I post almost everything. I cannot 
post, Q post, even links to them um, because Facebook will take it down. And so um, sometimes I do pictures of the posts if I can get away with it. And at some point you might see a post for me in the history and there won't be a picture there because Facebook took it down or shielded it or whatever they do. So, but just keep in mind, um, you know, we, we do try to back it. We didn't do it with our first several podcasts, but we are trying to be more diligent now. It's, it's a learning process doing the podcast. And we do this so that you can check for yourself. We're not here to say we're right and take our word for it and be brainwashed by what we're telling you. We're, we're here to say, seek and ye shall find. You go out and, and look for those answers yourself. And we thank you for tuning in. We thank you for your comments. If you haven't commented yet, please give us a comment on whatever platform you're listening to us on, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or another one. And also, please, um, you know, subscribe to us. That really helps us grow. Um, and um, iTunes and other platforms will put us higher on the list. And, um, you know, reach out to us if you have any questions. We'd love to answer them. So thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next news cycle.